today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We're going to talk about right now, of course, is uh, called Your Health Act. It's Bill 60 of the Ford government uh, passing this, and uh, it's been dissected sideways and upwards and downwards. Uh, a number of people in the healthcare profession have some serious concerns about this, but it uh, looks like it's going to be the template going forward. Is, is it a, a, a good way to be moving forward? I mean, something had to be done, clearly. Our next guest could shed some insight into this. Uh, he is Dr. Andrew Park. Dr. Park is the president of the Ontario Medical Association. Doctor, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Number of colleagues have, have really expressed some concerns about about you know poaching hospitals for staffing etc like this and about accessibility to the services. What what's your read on on this piece of legislation? Clearly something had to be done. I, I hate using terminologies like the system was broken, but it certainly needed uh, a major infusion of, of something or other. Is is this a step in the right direction? I think it is. Um, we we've been talking about the system needing something for a while now, and then the pandemic put everything on pause. Um, patients have been waiting for, for far too long for their surgeries that really impact their quality of life, whether it's being able to see, which is obviously really important with cataracts, um, but hips and knees and, 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 uh, more minor orthopedic surgeries. Um, and, and so putting those on pause for three years or two, the better part of two years anyways, um, certainly didn't help our patients. Um, so, so something needed to be done. I think that these are a step in the right direction. Are you comfortable with the 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 marriage? I should, I guess, we should say, of public and private health delivery. Um, I, I mean, that's what we currently have now, right? Like, like yeah. anytime you go to your doctor's office, those are private offices. Um, they're 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 publicly paid, so they're all universal. Um, so I, I think what happens is that we get. Um, we get caught up in the profit, not profit, but what we're really talking about is universal. Are we? Do we have a universal healthcare system, or are we looking at a two-tiered healthcare system? And and th- this isn't the proposal here with Bill sixty isn't something that that um, is proposing a two-tiered healthcare system. This is all still within OHIP service uh, universal access. And, and as a matter of fact, well, the, the, the point that the government keeps bringing up time and time again, as the premier's talked about this and, and Health Minister Sylvia Jones, is that you, you need your health card, not your, your visa card to get through the system. Uh, and uh, there wasn't always the case, I guess. That, you know, I mean, I, I know people that have actually had to go to private clinics uh, because they had to expedite the process and, and they pay considerable amount of money for it. Uh, can we assume that some of those services may now be covered by OHIP that maybe previously weren't? Uh, I, I mean, OHIP, the, the government and OHIP sets a schedule of what they deem is medically necessary. Um, and so what we're talking about is is certainly with the expansion of Bill 60 is the services that are already OHIP covered. Um, they're just moving out from beyond the uh, beyond the walls of the hospital into more of these community centers. We're a long ways from actually getting them established. The devil's in the details, certainly in terms of implementation and oversight. Um, we want to be involved in the implementation committees so that we ensure that these are done fairly and 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 that our patients are getting the access that they need. Um, but um, in terms of uh, where we're at right now, I think we're just at the starting line right now. To that point, though, doctor, are you concerned? I mean, because the government has mentioned uh, that they do want to invest in in private clinics to try to, as you say, shorten the wait periods, and, and that's a laudable cause. I mean, I think everybody can relate to that. But that investment that they're making into private clinics, is, is that going to be done at the expense of existing hospitals and primary care facilities that, that are starved for resources and staffing too? 
I don't think so. I, the, the system is all very integrated, right? Like there's nothing that we do in one part of the system that doesn't impact another part of the system. Um, our, our mandate when it comes to to these private surgical system, um, uh, private surgical centers is that they th we expect they should have the same amount, uh, same degree of quality that we would expect in a hospital, that they're universal, that they're integrated within the system of care um, and that there's no upselling. Um, I mean, th that's really where our focus lies, but um, we need investment into healthcare, um, and 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 this is um, another part of that. This is going on. I just want to remind our listeners and uh, in, in other parts of the country. I mean, this is, they, they did not reinvent the wheel here, did they? They're really borrowing from from other provinces and other jurisdictions. Not even other provinces. I mean, we have them currently yeah. um, within Ontario's uh, within Ontario's uh, borders. So, so this is more of an expansion of of what we have, um, as opposed to you're right, like reinventing the wheel on this one. And and we've seen this happening in other places. And I, you know, you do a little research on these, and I know we've always tended, to, especially over the last couple of years, as we've looked at some of the shortcomings in our system here in Canada and even here in Ontario, uh, we tended to look to Scandinavia and the UK. Uh, to say, well, they seem to have a better delivery of system. Well, this is something that they've been doing for quite some time, as I understand it. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't comment to exactly what's going on in the UK or Scandinavia, but I mean, as I said, like we, we have privately delivered services here in Ontario. You know, when you go to your family doctor's office, that is a, a private clinic, uh, but it's publicly paid for. Um, and and we have we do have surgical centers that are up and running. We have one in London, uh, which has which has been an incredible success, an incredible success at getting patients uh, operated on and um, and the quality is extraordinarily high. Um, I've walked through that center and the, the the amount of due diligence that goes into creating one of these centers is, is remarkable. And, and that's what we're expecting is that the quality and the oversight are there. So as part of the implementation, we want to be part of, of saying these are the standards that, that we expect and that, that Ontarians deserve. Are we uh, anticipating there's still going to be a continuation of, of, of staff shortages here? I know the government's made some commitments towards uh, nursing and, and, and medical schools and, and of course, uh, you know, foreign accreditation, et cetera. So when you combine all of those, uh, do you feel as if we made a, a leap forward here? Um, yeah, I, I, the the staffing shortages are a huge issue, and I think that when you're when you're building the the centers, they have to have um, be very mindful and thoughtful in terms of how they manage their staff. Um, as I said, the, the centers that I've been to are are actually doing these surgeries with with um, less staff because because of their built-in efficiencies and their built-in ability to 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 manage more patients um, because they're streamlining their processes. When you go to a hospital, you might have a range of surgeries that they might be doing on that day. Whereas when you go to a surgical center, they're very they're very limited in terms of what they're going to be able to do. So what that does is it creates processes where the nurses and the staff are all you know in lockstep. So I actually think that this is helpful um, in terms of uh, of wait times and as well as um, the staff uh, staffing shortages. But I think again, as I said, I think it's something that we need to be mindful and thoughtful about as we as we approach these. Doctor, I appreciate you. A very busy day for you taking some time for us today. Thank you very much for this. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Dr. Andrew Park, president of the Ontario Medical Association. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.